It's not a great Riley Kylie song. Break it yeah, out. Are you you're are you <laughs> are you messing with me right now? Are you really like breaking up? You don't like breaking up? It's okay. I think breaking up is a terrible experience. What's up, guys? Welcome to the Dinosaur Machines Game Club Podcast, where you are the listener. This is a special video games award edition. Hotcakes, if you will, will be delivered into you. Me, I will be one of the ones delivering it to you. I'm Mark Magro. Joining me today, two nominees for the Smelliest Bud Award, Dave Grimm and Dan Colonna. Dave loses that handedly. <laughs> Buddedly, even. That's I'm, I'm quite insulted. I think I'm going to leave. <laughs> That's uh, it. What do you think you always say? You, used to, you smell like pea soup. Pea soup. I don't know why. I don't know why either. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like you're about to call somebody pea. Like, you smell like pea soup. Yeah, but it's like a <laughs> vegetable. It's not that. It, yeah, but at the first part. Actually, just had some pea milk infused yogurt. There's no way to say Was pea that good? in that sentence. <laughs> you say pea soup, you're fine. You say pea milk, you start giggling. Man. Like someone peed is, in the was, milk. Was that good? <laughs> it was good. It was tasty. Uh, no I'm sure it was great. I'm sure it was really nutritional. But anyway, also things that were nutritional. The video game awards, which happened, uh, we're we're filming this on a, and what day is yeah. today? It's Saturday. Uh, so it Mark, happened you're doing two really days ago. Great. Yeah, I'm was, struggling with was, the dates. Uh, the live tweeting happened two days Thursday. It was Thursday, Thursday night. night. Thursday. Yeah. So and half, this we, is Saturday. We've had some. We've had some time to absorb it. So so much time. <laughs> so we thought we'd have a little special episode we'll give our thoughts on what what went down i guess we'll start with kind of the award show in general this is i think like the seventh one they've had and i think personally i think so like it, they went through like the spike years where they used to air it on yeah, spike those TV. ones don't count just oh, specifically th- the game awards isn't that the same award show evolved yeah, I thought that's why I always considered it kind of right. like the right, kind fine. of evolution from there. You disagree, though, apparently. Yeah, <laughs> I do. But do you think it changed a lot in tone? I think it got a little more serious. And and I think the direction they're going with, I think personally that this was the best one they've ever had. Like it does. I mean, they had Phoenix perform. They had Phoenix, which I didn't love that song they played, though, as a Phoenix fan. Yeah, right. when I was texting you and you were like, Dan, shh, I'm really in, in the in, you know the experience right now with Phoenix. And I was like, are you? He's not really singing in English. There was sometimes so, my sarcasm. That doesn't make, it, doesn't make it like bad. I guess I should get take culture. that back. Yeah, oh, they're cl- get cultured. Hashtag. Maybe if they gave me pizza, I'd be okay with it. Yeah, they're they not even from Brooklyn. I can't even get them. They have At French least she's a French dish. <laughs> Fro- frog legs. Nice. Bada bing. <laughs> But um, I mean, overall, did, were we were we pleased? Do we think it was was there was it more pleasing than cringeworthy? How do we feel about it? I I thought it was fine. I have to say, I had a lot of complaints about the uh, camera work. Actually, oh god, <laughs> uh, it was like it was like the camera people had ADD. They were like constantly changing angles and panning and stuff like that. And I was just like, just just leave it. Just, this, it's fine. Just leave, the, the society leave it on camera now. too. It's fine. It's a, Whatever. It's a good shot. <laughs> if that's your biggest complaint, that's not bad, huh? It was very distracting while oh, during interviews. It's pretty bad. Like that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just like I can a see where you're coming from. Uh, not, no, like that kind of, when you notice it, 
you notice it. It's not I like it's so. just. It's not the, like it's just a problem. It's like you know someone did a good job when you don't when you don't notice it. Right. I guess right. that's true. But that is kind of an old man complaint. It's it's moving too fast for me. Oh. I can't keep up. <laughs> they can't keep. First he's on this lady, and now he's on this guy, <laughs> and now we're back on this other lady. I can't. <laughs> like. Oh, Spend a little more time in the wide on the orchestra orchestral number, you know. Well, speaking of that orchestra, I thought that was one of the highlights of the show. Yo, I thought that was so yeah. awesome. But that medley, yeah, they had beginning. some dope music coming out of their violins all night, and like all like the especially the people in the front were like these young, hip, grungy looking mm. like like people who are really getting into their instruments, but I liked it. I thought it was yeah, like, fit, it was like the tone of everything. Yeah. Um, but you know, just like thinking of like previous years, like I remember like last year was like the Shrek. They had the, the Hydro man, chic, the razor man thing. Yeah. And then like the 3d, right. The razor. With the yeah. It was like that weird thing. And then the year before, Gillette, baby. But I think the best was, um, was it two or three years ago? The, the guy from community was just like, a jerk to everybody and like he didn't uh, want to be there Joel but Gale? he was the host yes <laughs> like i really feel like this is an award show that's learning from year to year like mistakes they make one year they make sure they don't repeat them and mm-hmm. like overall i thought the pace was pretty good you know kind of went from reveals to awards to reveals and when they little they had little things in between it that maybe like the product placement and stuff like that like for ads i don't think anything mm-hmm. stuck around too long to be annoying um dan what was your impressions overall I think my favorite part was watching Anne-Marie watch the show because we, we were just hanging out and then I put it on to just put it on and she was going to go do something else, but she wound up watching it because I think she got engrossed in some of the cool parts. Hmm. But then when Zelda's director came out dressed as Link and he pulls the Master Sword out of the stone, she's like, oh, this is very nerdy. And I was like, <laughs> even I can say that this is very nerdy yeah? right now. That was you know what's awkward. even nerdier? I teared what's up. That? Oh Jesus! <laughs> oh, I almost started crying playing Mario earlier. I'm not kidding, man. I'm up to the part in New, in New Donk City where where like like the big orchestra scenes happen, the music, and I was like, "This is great! I'm having so I'm so happy. What? Why am I going to cry right now?" <laughs> but you know what's interesting, and I think that's a good example of like how. Especially, like, I think for the hardest of the hardcore who watch stuff like this, like, it's mm. just such a sign of, like, the community that's around gaming. It's like, yeah. you mm. can have things like Hellblade and Horizon, which are these kind of serious narratives that are, you know, trying to do very kind of grounded things. But then there's an old man pulling a sword out of stone to this old school medley and it's like oh my god this means so much right now and they they exist in the same realm they are both there it's true i was embarrassed by my own tears i was like no why (laughs) (laughs) well i think as a as a person who's played zelda throughout the years like that that there's a history to that and that kind of means a lot but i definitely think from from Anne, like a person who's like on the outside like what the heck so you got that moment she's like this wow nerd and then like the Death Stranding trailer came on, and she's like, oh, "What is wrong with you people?" Well, we'll, we'll <laughs> have to talk so a lot about insane. that later because there's a lot. There's so a lot of things fun. to be brought up. Mm. But um, yeah, but yeah I, that was my fun times with it. And I think just the last thing I'll put, like, just a little shout out to Jeff Keighley as a as a mm. forward first like facing person in this industry, who mm. clearly cares about it and is trying to carve out a niche somewhere for this place among movies and music. I appreciate 
you know, it started with him and uh, Kyle Bossman on that couch and like the pre-show, like, and he was just kind of going on about why the awards are important and the community. And he just strikes me as a guy who gets it. And I appreciate mm -hmm. him and all the things he's doing. And yeah. I'm glad, again, he's, it's very clear as the guy who kind of directs the stuff, he is paying attention to the comments and he does want to make it the best that it can and really an event to celebrate the games and the people behind the games who usually don't get enough credit as they deserve. Um, mm -hmm. yeah. So let's start getting into like the awards. We're not going to touch on everything because I think... We, yeah, we, we don't have the time, nor do we want to go on for as long as the award show went on. That... Yeah, and I don't think we have the expertise to talk about, like, best esports player. Uh, not yeah, uh, what was it? Fade? Yeah, Faker. 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 He plays the Legend League of Legends. game. Legend League. Yeah. <laughs> he plays that game where you're a legendary and you're in the league. You I shoot don't know. the you shoot the beams in an isometric. But anyway, um, so some things we could point out. I think one thing we should talk about because I think it's relevant to what we do is Cuphead had a big, big pop in this thing and won a couple of mm -hmm. awards. Right, it won best it art won direction and best art direction, best debut indie game and best art direction. And before we, congrats to them for winning yes. those, those awards. Especially for a game that, like, I remember when it was, like, the, the development of that game, everyone was really, that game was in development forever, and everyone's like, oh, this game's Five not out yet. Yeah. But apparently, came out very well. I feel like we owe it to ourselves to put this on a future season, I think. Yeah. Probably. But, uh, it's on PC only, so we need to. And the Xbox, Xbox. But yeah. none of us yeah, on Xbox. Like, none <laughs> of us even think about that system yeah. anymore. <laughs> Tough times for Xbox. I was to say. I thought it was a little odd that in their thank you for best art direction that like they didn't thank Mickey Mouse, which was obviously hugely inspired by hmm. Steamboat you know. Willie should have been at the top of that yeah. list. Yeah. Also, all the other games have all their own unique like art, and this game is basically copying an, a, an aesthetic from yeah. 50, 60 years ago. Yeah, but I think uh, you can't help but look at that game and think this is impressive. Like, it, there's never been is. a video game that looked like that before. But like, like I was watching this with Jen, and she was like, "So basically, I make a game, and it's like, is it, this is the type of game, and it looks exactly like The Simpsons, and I win an award." Eh, I think you're, I don't know, Dan. What do you feel about that? <laughs> I'm actually now that I'm thinking about it on the fence because it's incredible how they made the game. The the they went mm -hmm. through the same lengths that old school animators had to go through to get mm. this kind of quality so they're hearkening back to that era mm. yeah um and it's not like most unique art it's art direction i guess that brings up that question right is it, is it like a, a, an award for execution or an award for originality so i mm. guess that's the yeah the real question um but again even if you think about originality there's not a video game that looks like that like, there, there isn't a video game that looks like that but i am is it? Are we just celebrating uniqueness? I think in the case of art direction, it's interesting and it's unique mm. and it's impressive. Apparently, haven't played the it. Characters <laughs> were definitely unique in that game. From what I've seen, all of the boss fights and the characters are really on. Yeah, they're all like plan of existence of their own. Yeah, those are for sure unique. I, I can see the the point though. Like if if you want to talk about art direction, mm -hmm. um, like if you can say in the meeting, oh well. Steamboat Willie, that's the start. And then go from there. That's kind of, I guess, the point Dave's trying to make is that that could be viewed as lazy if, if they're just... It, it, it's a... It's, but then again, it goes back. I will, I will concede your point. I mean, it's also, a media, so. it's also jumping media. 
types, right? Yeah. Going and from. Can, and what else was nominated? Destiny to, uh, Two, Trash. I'm just down on like, that. Um, Zelda and Hori- Horizon. Horizon, I think, is more beautiful than interesting. I would say, as in a huge Horizon fan, mm-hmm. like the game is freaking stunning. Well, like, those machines are crazy. The oh, characters in Horizon Zero Dawn are nuts. I was actually kind of surprised that didn't win because of that. Yeah, and I and you know even like we can even mention this movie. This is the one thing I kind of really feel bad is the Horizon for such a great game didn't win got, anything. Got lots of nominations and yeah, lots of lots of silver medals. Yeah, and it's just like anything that Zelda like it should have. It was strongest in the category Zelda was in, but it wasn't going to beat Zelda for anything. I mean, you called that from way before. I like, did. You were like Horizon Zero Dawn's going to. There were it memes for days, mm-hmm. you know, about it from the the moment zelda released yeah you know and i thought it was nice 99 and 100 you know yeah 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 and i think with frozen wilds like it has seen a little resurgence at least in conversations and like there's not going to be any you know website or anything that doesn't have it on its game of the year list but i just i can't because it has so much similar dna Mm. with zelda but zelda you know, of course, it's kind of really takes open worlds in such a newer direction. Like, it just in the where it's strongest, it's like it's never going to be stronger than Zelda. I mean, like yeah. even like like I mean, as guys who played Zelda, like, did you feel that the story was good in Zelda? I don't hear a lot of people talk about that. It's just like the experience of playing it. Uh, so the, the story was fine. The experience was just so good. Yeah. See, like, and I think see, like, we was thinking, like, I really was impressed by Horizon's story, but like. It wasn't like this once in a generation type story. It was good. It's it's hard with when it comes to Nintendo and story because most of the times you're playing the same game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you story know? wise, anyway. Yeah, it's you, like you're all playing... right. You know that you're Link, and you are gonna stop Ganon and save Princess Zelda and collect something to do so. Those little seed things, the Kokoriko <laughs> seeds. Now is that how that Co- works? The- the cuckoo seeds, the exactly, cuckoo Grandpa. Seeds. The cuckoo yes. seeds. <laughs> Got it. That's go, when my go uncle back to bed, Grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so like I felt a little bad for them. Um, other podcast stuff. Best narrative. What remains of Edith Finch? Come on, Good, solid. I, I was... we did a reward in a war show once, right? We did. Yeah. We did the episode twenty-five. Yeah, yeah but that wasn't yeah. in that. <laughs> yeah. No, no. I'm just thinking back. Like you know, we could award uh, Edith Finch of, again, you know, also as well. <laughs> well, I'm telling you right now, spoilers. When it when we do our episode 50, where we look at the next, the last 25 games, to give out awards. Edith Finch. I feel for me, unless something drastic happens, it's going to be getting something. Give us yeah, I'm sure. Something. Sure. So that that game's narrative. I mean, I don't have to say it again. It blew me away. It, oh yeah. It, and when I saw some of the screens even even just seeing during the game awards some clips of it i was like oh, oh, oh man just remember all those things that, that <laughs> swing no the Were they swing start direction too uh oh. no but okay. another game was that you didn't mention yet we went on a tangent what was the other game oh uh destiny Art 2 direction. horizon persona 5 which uh-huh, very uh-huh. cool awesome art but like that one again, honestly could have mm. could have grabbed it I, I wouldn't have been surprised if, if that game grabbed Art yeah, I, I wouldn't have, but like again, like when you think about mm-hmm. when you think about Persona, like the art is probably like the third thing you think about, whereas Cuphead really? is the first thing you think about. Oh, yeah. I don't know, man. When, whenever I see, I mean, this goes to show you how much I've played Persona, but whenever yeah. I see it, I know I'm looking at Persona, even oh, though it's yeah, anime. Definitely. Like, but like the mask thing and that suit, that guy in the suit, he's a shapeshifter, right? Whatever. Um, <laughs> and like the comic book style art, 
and that's all mixed together and i'm like that's persona yeah so and, and I, I would say the art direction on that is super strong and i thought especially in motion what was so cool is just the menus and how fluid everything like it was great but again like mm. that wasn't when i think about persona i thought about those characters and the relationships mm. you have like that was the first thing that really pops to yeah. mind about thinking about that game like the art is amazing and like i agree like if that one i'd be like oh, I yeah, wa- totally i want to play persona 5 but at the same time i'm so intimidated by the te- time sink Oh yeah, yeah it's, it's 120 crazy. hours that I also am terrified to give up. I, you, it's not like realistically, it's like 90, I think. And oh, that's, that that makes it all better. Yeah, but I mean that's the difference of 30 hours. But I, like no, literally, the tutorial. You're right, but still, the tutorial in that game is like 10. <laughs> Get out of here! You yeah, is this well, game that complicated? No, it's just mm. it really takes you through like the first dungeon, the first month mm. is like introducing characters, introducing mechanics, how this all works. Mm. Like by the time it's like, oh, OK, now the game is starting. <laughs> um, but let's see what else were some big things. Um, best performance of the game we, we played Hellblade got some mm. got some shout out. That got, won... right, best performance. Did what were the other games nominated for this? For um, best performer. It was Ashley Birch for Horizon Zero Dawn, which she did. Oh, create. it was Best Performer. Yeah, I see. Best performer. I, performer. I I was actually in between watching when that got awarded, so yeah. I, I did not yeah, it was, understand. It was both of the leads from uh, the Uncharted. Yeah, which I think I think that you know, like this, I think kind of speaks to how not how many bad performances there are, but like as a guy who platinumed that game, like they were solid. They were like what you would expect out of a Naughty Dog game, but there was nothing about, mm. like, I'm going to be remembering that performance for years. Like a, mm. you know, like, um, like, in, like, uh, why can't I speak? The Last of Us. Like, those performances I'll always remember. Mm. Like, but that Hellblade, like, you know, it's always funny, or, like, in the documentary comes out, like, she wasn't actually the actress they were using or were looking to use. She was kind of the stand-in, and she just works at Ninja Theory. And they're like, she's yeah. doing a really good job. We she said she's her. a video editor there? <laughs> yeah, something like that. So it was cool. I was, it, it so, cool I was so like happy for her when she won and she accepted the award. Like, and then she got, you know, unsafe from Andy Circus, and she's just like, I have so much respect for you. And what you do. Mm. I'm sure like going up there, getting the award from Andy Circus, and like, you're not even, you're, this is your first acting role. It was like, you feel like a, I don't want to say a sham, but like, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like you're living a dream. Well, it's kind of like one of those things. It's like you you always, when you make it, you feel like you're a fraud. It's like, how mm. did I do this? Like, uh, right, yeah. But yeah, no, it was cool to see that. And um, and then for Games for Impact, it won, which I think, again, was yes. a total great spot yeah. for it, where it really tackled a heavy issue in mm. a very interesting way, something that's definitely not common in the games, you know, especially a game at that kind of level. Mm-hmm. So that was nice to see, but another what game... Were... Nominated. Some of the other games nominated for that. Uh, Bury Me, My Love, I think. Yeah. Never heard of that one. Never and, uh, did either. Please Knock on My Door, I think. Also never heard of that one. You know, it's actually funny. When, when, when they announced the nominees, it was like, are these good podcast games? Could we do these games? Hey, I mean, that's not a bad way to look at it. Yeah, one of them is about, like, depression now. I don't know if we want to go down that route again. Um, uh, yeah, it, that, I mean, just to well, we talk. Should, you want to talk about Static Speaks My Name? <laughs> no, no. Oh, wow. I lost that, episode. Was that, is that, yeah, I was talking about that with Matt earlier when I recorded with him. And, but you know what? You still remember that? Like, you remember that game? I, I do. I do. That game ruined me. And, oh, man. My voice is cracking. I'm recording because you. I was gonna say, it sort of makes sense that best performance and best you know game for impact, 
or the same mm. game. And best audio. And, and best, best audio. audio. That also because that Can audio. Can you hear us? We're talking Stop about it. you because Dave does this all the time and it's annoying. I don't know if you guys <laughs> ever played. I don't know if you guys ever played Black and White. Uh, is that the one where you're like God was, or something? Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. precisely the one where you're God. And if you play the game after a certain hour, it whispers the word death. Like a certain hour at night, it whispers the word death into your ear. Then that was like the first time a game actually scared me with the audio. I got the heebie-jeebies just thinking just about thinking, it. Yeah, <laughs> it's terrible. So like that reminded me of then. It took that long. This game is from the early 2000s. You know what that reminds me of? Mark, do you remember uh, Video Smarts? Oh, is that what the <laughs> what is four video? buttons? Yeah. Oh my god. We had this like it was, like two. It was like a, how do you, what is the term? Educational toy, but it was also like a video game with like cards and stuff like that. And it worked on like a, a this is like tape. late eighties, okay. early nineties. Yeah, but if you left the console on, it would talk and it would say like, "Turn me off." Like oh, but like you'd, you'd walk into the room. Like, forgot it was on. It'd be, like, oh. nighttime. And, like, it, I know it freaked out right? both of our parents in separate oh, yes. vacations. Like, what, what is this thing talking to me? It's like, you know those things where you, like, have a corner in your mind and you don't think about something for 15 years, and then it comes out, you're like, oh, God, video smarts. So, basically, what you're saying is we need to make a horror movie where it's like, turn me off. Well, it's just the, the unexpected. Or else. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> but, uh, or else stay on. Other ones that were nominated, Night in the Woods. Oh, yeah. We played. This is Great for game. Which, which award now? Uh, Games for Impact. Games for Impact. What uh, was the impact that Night in the Woods was going for? Uh, I think like the idea, just like that social... How do you even mm-hmm. say that? It's kind of that, that complicated relationship with your hometown yeah. and feeling directionless and like, in your and life. A dead, and a bit of a dead town, too. Yeah. You know? like, there's like an economic kind like, of vibe to that game. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So a lot, a lot I'm just I'm just thinking about it. I'm glad you're um, thinking about it. <laughs> I just um, put a little thought to this podcast for the first time ever. Oh, I wanted to ask this question about going back to um, best debut indie game, which Cuphead mm. won. Um, they got lots of funding from Microsoft, no? I would they assume got lots of. Well, they they were originally not going to be Xbox or exclusive. PC, Xbox and PC exclusive until Microsoft. Paid them because they and so. also yeah. they were originally going to be a boss rush game and then they yeah made and they made them change it game. yeah and um all these little things like at what point do they cease being a, I'm not trying to criticize them for success sounds like you which are. maybe it sounds like I'm doing <laughs> but I'm just saying like at what point does it like lose the indie title um right um it depends on in my opinion I, I just feel like it wasn't it. like compare it like look at the other games in that category it was like mr shifty slime rancher hollow knight like the golf story mm. these things obviously didn't have the budget well golf story or the guidance right? yeah well no it's that's one thing though like i think when i think of like an independent studio yeah like they're getting they're getting published by microsoft but it's not like a studio that's like i don't want to say owned but it you well, know it's it's a lot of and i th- i think your point to the thing it's like what is indie anymore is kind of getting a little yeah. well i mean it's like how it's, it's like how ninja theory was calling themselves triple a indie mm-hmm. right like themselves cause for making hellblade yeah and i'm sure they also got money for like sony published well, that game like m- sure money aside they, money aside, they might not have been able to 
they might not have been able to output such a high fidelity game if they weren't triple A indie. And I think that's yeah, like, the same the, point that Dave's getting at with the, You know, and that came up a lot with that in the Blood, Sweat, and Pixels book. It came out, it's like, you know, funding realistically for all these studios, it's 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 so limited. It's like if you're not mm. getting an ongoing thing, it's like you need to get the money where you can. You hope your game makes the money back and that kind of provides mm. you a window to make the next game. And it's like one misstep you're done. So like for them, yeah. if you know, oh, we can do this game, but if we, you know, we can survive a little longer, if we, you know, get money from Microsoft and just be exclusive with them. But then there was a whole point where it was like Microsoft's like, oh, well, we want a venture mode in this. But hats off to them. They were able to pull it off, apparently. Yeah. Because really, yeah, good. But that was just my my thinking. It just looked like when they, when they announced the nominees for the category, it just looked like a stacked deck against the other people. Well, I think that's a game that has the most cachet of all those games, which yeah. I think. But I also think it goes to the quality of it. Um, mm. Some other big awards. And like I said, I'm not trying to say they don't deserve the award or anything like that. I think I'm just trying are. to say, like, <laughs> is... Uh, at what point does it cease being indie? I, I agree with the gray area being a thing, um, but we can talk about that another time. I guess. Another podcast. Yeah. Uh, did anyone best ongoing game Overwatch because it's the best thing ever? Yeah, well deserved. <laughs> I'm disappointed in Destiny losing, but I think they won another year, so I'll take it. Destiny. I think this is the first year that they ever had the award. Yeah, I no, think they so. were nominated for other stuff one year. They didn't win anything this year, I don't think. No, I think isn't that category kind of new? Best ongoing game. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. From last oh, year? well, know. what about best MMO? <laughs> Wouldn't that be considered the same? Would they? Did they have that? Uh, I mean, didn't, I'm didn't. sure that was at one time, right? Yeah, it um, would make sense if they, they didn't mention it this time, and I didn't see that in the list. Did you guys ever? Feel I'm saying in the past. Yeah, like, know, like the legitimacy. Like uh, some people were really pissed off about player known battlegrounds being nominated for game of the year because it's technically not out yet it's still like early access yeah i mean that's that's tough right i paid for that game but it's not out yet i mean will the price go up when it comes out yeah but maybe that should be wanna... maybe that should be the line it's it's released when i can purchase and play it i don't yeah. care when you finally say now it's out if i can yeah. purchase and play it it's out yeah, yeah that, that, if you're releasing patches so. consistently, great for you. But if you're giving it to me to play, you've released it. Yeah. So early access is definitely. We we understand that it's not the final version. But what yeah, is it, like the final version? You know, like what's going to be the final version of Overwatch? There's never going to be a final version. It's just going to keep going. No, no, no. Uh, but I think early access loses its its uh, uh, what do you call it? validity when you give the I, game to I players. I think once when yes. you once you end early access is the point where you're supposed to be like okay now this is it's it's polished version there's there shouldn't be any like great bugs like right. as long as it still has early access label you you can expect to run it run into certain bugs mm. yeah. like you then, i'm clipping through this thing whatever they'll fix that before the well, full release i know? actually do wonder there might be more politics to it because maybe there maybe it's Just a lot of to release a it might be pricier to release a patch to a game, even on Steam, after it's been released. Maybe. Mm. So it's possible that that gets in the way. Yeah, like, and I think, again, that kind of points to the complicated nature of games. And I like, you know, you do really mention, like, bugs. Like, every time a Bethesda game comes out, it's like, oh, this is going to have a lot of bugs in it. Like, Fallout was mm. basically unplayable. Like, 3 in New Vegas for, like, the first month or so, because there's so many bugs. And it's the size of the game. You can't really, you know, just to QA that stuff. Um, what was that? chapter in the book oh there was one game where they were really talking about all the bugs in it i think it was witcher 
and just the amount of Q&A testing they had to go into because it's literally it's like you can do this one part of the game will work fine totally it's not then... question it's an answers it's just QA it's just quality assurance excuse me <laughs> Q&A <laughs> quality and insurance or assurance but, quality uh, assurance QA yeah like how Continue. like the like literally the game would be running fine but this one particular part, if you were in this one particular piece of armor at this one particular point in the day cycle, it would like destroy the game. It's like you can catch as many of those things as you can. And I think if I'm thinking of the right game, they were saying when they they have like an Excel spreadsheet of the bugs, there was literally a point where I think that there were 10,000 bugs. And it's like you're not going to get all of them, but you just get the ones that are the biggest ones. Right. Um, so let's go. And then, you know, so then the kind of the bigger awards, I think the big, you know, game of the year. Uh mm. I don't think anyone was really surprised or really thought this was I think gonna Dan go was surprised. Way. Really? I was a little surprised. Dan really thought it was Mario. And I think yeah. because they had the singer come out during the Honestly, the, like the, I think if... that, that that was the reason that Dan thought they were I mean, they were gonna win. Like they seemed... went all out, they hired a singer. <laughs> it seemed like imagine Nintendo also thought, Alright, well the two games we have up there, Mario's gonna win for sure. And then they bring out the singer, and they're like, "Oh, it's Zelda." It's like, "Oh, oh, oh." We are also happy for that one. <laughs> Why didn't we get the Hyrule Orchestra to come out? Oh boy! But well, that, that was part of the reason I was surprised. I was also surprised that Mario didn't win because it, it changed that game up. I think a little more than Zelda got changed up. Hmm. Because usually, and, I, I've been the the general thing I've been hearing is. The other way, like Zelda completely changed what Zelda is, where Mario just feels like this is the next galaxy. Like it's just yeah, this I would, big, fun. I would agree. I, that's what just, I, my impression. I mean, yeah. I haven't played much Odyssey. Well, I played I mean, it in, just, in stores. It's like, the way that you're being asked to manipulate the environment based on how the characters who you can control the hat act. system. Yeah, that that to me made it. I mean, Zelda is still remarkable and totally you know changed from what it was but that hat system to me made made me feel like they were really pushing something different Mm. that that seemed uh seemed unique so i but i mean i'm still equally impressed and and you know not surprised that zelda won so if you were part of the jury dan would you have voted mario over zelda i would have had a hard time i might have chosen zelda because i had a great time with it but i would have definitely thought about it really Mm. hard yeah, I think it came down probably to those two for most people. And I mean, it just again, like, I think. What were the other two or three games? Uh, Persona Hor- 5, PUBG, and Horizon. Horizon. Yeah, uh, how yeah. annoyed you guys have been if PUBG actually won? I would have been super annoyed. <laughs> I would have been. I actually saw it up there. I was like, I swear, if this game wins, I'm out. I like, mean, like, I'm sure, like, that is a game that clearly has tapped into something. Like, literally, I think it's like 15 million copies sold. Or something ridiculous like that. Right. I just when I played it, I was like, "This is tense and fun," but there's nothing that, groundbreaking about this. Like, no, you know. there's nothing. I mean, I feel like I've played it before. You know yeah. What I mean, and, and it's this very—it's just... like not a new game type either. It's just oh, it reminds me. I mean, we're about to go there, so like maybe this should be our transition. <laughs> Let's go like, there. Let's go uh, there. Let's go. So the announcements. Because I remember Fortnite was talking about a 50 versus 50. Oh, right. Battle. I don't Because you were talking about it's tapping into something that was new and different. And a 100-man battle royale, once you when once you're, you die, you can leave. Like, you're, you don't... Yeah. You're out. 
right? You don't have to like it, wait it around conti- for the keep match. Continue. Yeah. It's not like you know when you're playing uh, Last of Us and you're doing like a Last Man Standing and you wait till your teammate finally dies. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. I was right, just so... thinking like if it's Fortnite and it's fifty versus fifty, like do you hang around? Like how does this? Do you think there's permadeath in that? Is what you're asking? Yeah, well, I'm I mean, guessing how, so. How well, else like, would it, you play it? Well, score. Well, I, I, it's just in probably time. you know. There's, I know it's just, short. It is timed. So there's never going to be anything preventing you from leaving. It's just kind of like it might be like Overwatch, where like you die, and it's like uh, I just want to get out. Like you know, maybe don't get experience or credit for the match yeah. if you leave. But at the same it's, time, like it's got to be, be one thing. I think Dan's right because or else it's like what's the what's the point of like volunteering to be like infantrymen who are right. obviously not going to make it to you're going to get mowed down no that makes sounds, sense but it's like a point like based we should download fortnite and find out for <laughs> ourselves Damn i got 47 friends i i know 47 people if i just start going through my facebook list just to like you might do this but i uh, to play with us so yeah, let's let's keep going that with some other trailers, other reveals. I'm for the record, I'm with you, Dan. I would like to play Fortnite at some point. Um, I know. Should we talk about the big one, the big boy? We just want to get Whoa, this out of the what, way. Well, hold on. The, what the the the, the a day? Uh, the was it? I'm Kojima's having a game? meltdown. No, no, no. I'm having a meltdown. What was that guy's name? Who's also who had a meltdown? <laughs> oh, uh, the Ferris guy. Yeah, it got ruled. I don't uh, want to go for the way out. Not talking about him. Oh, no, the... the guy that said F the Oscars. Yeah, that guy. They're for the way out. Oh, that's um, his game. He and I wanted way to out. make this joke. Wasn't it as though Jeff was looking for a way out during that oh, conversation? I see what you did. Hey, oh. oh man. All right. <laughs> But even like on that, like I thought that was hilarious, and you know, like even again, it like, was funny. Yeah, I was thinking, like, I wonder if Jeff's really annoyed by this or not. But like he tweeted, like, "Oh, that's passion right there." Like, th- that is a nice look. Again, like when you think about the game community, like that is such a not like a great example, but it's just like some people are just so, you know, all in on this industry. And like the one thing I think he overshadowed the game that he then was going to show. Like all you're gonna think about is this guy. Uh, but I loved it. I thought he was so entertaining. <laughs> yeah, it was fine with me. I just remember thinking, like, maybe he'd have to flip me off. He's not flipping the Oscars off. That was me he pointed that middle finger at. Oh, you Wham. were personally offended? Wham. I was upset. <laughs> you made a all right, hand that's gesture. That's all I wanted to bring that up. I, thought it was, I mean, you can't go. I felt like Jeff Keighley it. was trying to help him get to his point. Like, apparently, like, um, your friend doesn't have to purchase the game. Yeah, he was trying to like get like it. If, like, like oh. he was trying to help him get to that point, but like he, it just he just never got there. Oh man, he was just, but he was so like, yeah, you know, screw EA, screw the Oscars. Yeah. This game so, is I mean, great. but EA has been so great wonderful. to me. You know? <laughs> it was so good. Before we move on, we do have to figure out who's buying this game and who's playing it of us and who's watching it. I think. Oh, we'll uh, work that out. Don't worry we'll about that. We'll work that out. That's an off podcast. I'm concerned, okay? <laughs> but no, that will be definitely that's definitely a let's play experience. But um yeah. all right, so what I'm Go gonna on. bring up I'm gonna bring up the big boy. The one it. Bring it up. that we'll be talking about Death Stranding. But Oh man. What is this game? Yeah, what, what is, is this, this game A? <laughs> what is it tonally? Like what is the story even? And I'm a little afraid to play it. I'm a little <laughs> I'm a little scared. Well, Think about it. You should be because this is Kojima's response to being not being able to make PT. Mm. So like he's like, all right, fine. You want you want to make me not make a scary game? Let's go. Well, Let's go. <laughs> on, on that point, Dave, it's this just is... like Akira confusing. 
Yeah, <laughs> and, and and I definitely like. I felt bothered watching it's that trailer. It's supposed to make you feel all of these things. Yeah, really and know. but it, like, but even so, like it's it's one of those. It's always like regardless of how this game actually turns out, like these this campaign of trailers leading up to this game whenever it comes out, has has sparked such an interest and such a discussion about what the heck this is. And I just remember watching it just like constantly feeling things like there's not that many trailers when you really think about it. It's okay. It's just showing a product, but like, like especially the biggest thing for me was like when that guy gets taken away and he starts stabbing himself. Yeah. Oh, like I was just that... like, Oh, so when I was watching is, is, he, that... is he doing that? Cause he, because he's more concerned about what they're going to do to him when he yeah, take him. Yeah, clearly. Or are they making him kill himself? Like, these are the questions I have. I think he wanted to get... Well, on that point, because I was like, I got to see what the heck people are talking about. One video... I think and also, like, yeah. why did he throw the baby? Yeah, it's like, get, you have to keep the baby And is out. it a baby? Is it always a baby? It's not a baby. Now it's just a tank of air? Like, is... Why is there a baby in Nor- Norita's esophagus? yeah thumbs up baby (laughs) thumbs up baby (laughs) that was actually I actually had one thought about the thumbs up baby Mm. so apparently Mads the guy who people think was at the top Mads is uh yeah the the actor the guy from the other one yeah he he might be the villain I mean he has the face of a villain I don't think he is though because like he was directing them well on that hand gesture it's the same hand gesture the baby does the baby's controlling Norman Reedus the baby's controlling. Well, on that point, like one video, because <laughs> so I was just like, you know, oh, there's all this analysis. I'm like, I don't even know what to think. Let me see what other people are saying. There was a good video on Games Radar that was talking about how the, his theory about what this is turning into is this is all, you know, like Kojima loves breaking the fourth wall and exploring that kind of relationship between player and game. And that this whole game is actually just a metaphor for the relationship between a player and game that these figures that are in the air and control things are literally the players and their strands are how they control these avatars, these people. And that like Norman Reedus literally isn't a character. He's a, like a computer figure that is being controlled by us, but there's this figure in the game that's controlling him. And it's like, Oh, that's interesting. I am like that idea is just like, we control these characters and we make them do things in the game. And what is the implication for us making them do those things and what that makes them like, I it's don't know if like, that's true, listen, but that's cool. What is that game we played? Inside. inside. inside oh yeah. Exactly. Where you really think about what that relationship is and you know, how we're, you know, that's one of the great things about Bioshock. It's like how we do things because it's a game and there's the gaminess of it, but then there's playing with that idea of, to progress the story, we know we need to do certain things, but then making us feel different things to that we don't want to progress the game. But I don't know. I just think this game is super fascinating, whatever it, it turns into. It's going to be... I don't even know what kind of game it's going to be. My gut tells me espionage. But yeah, they said I, I think know. it's a third-person action game, basically. Yeah, which, I mean, I'm kind of happy if it's not espionage because, you know, he made seven... You can no, even espionage for a while, but you yeah. gotta just appreciate Kojima as a. You know, it's interesting. Like, oh. is there a better besides like I guess Miyamoto? Is there a better known developer than him? Like personally, I, I don't know if I would compare them by skill or goodness. Because no, just like m- reputation. Like, oh, what is if you ask who who's the developer or a developer that most gamers uh, know? Name wise, I name-wise. don't think anyone. 
as many What's people the would dude know who Shigeru. makes Gears of War? Cliff Blazinski. Cliff Blazinski. Yeah, there's like there's not that many. You think like I mean, Cliff... I'm trying to think. There are people whose names you know. Yeah, and he's definitely. I think one Hideo of them. is one of them. Yeah, because whenever you talk about Metal Gear Solid, people stop you like, "Oh, the guy who made Metal Gear Solid, Hideo yeah, Kojima." Kojima. Like, yeah, wow. And but I'm thinking like, is he the best known? Is he better known than Miyamoto at this point? I don't know. It's hard to say. It's it's hard to say because feel like this is a poll that should go out. <laughs> it's def it's definitely dicey. Not dicey. It's definitely confusing. Well, I think to think about. Well, just even back to him, like since him and Jeff are, are boys, it's always nice seeing like the appreciation. You know, like when he came out on stage, that there's like a standing ovation. Like yeah. it is just nice seeing. He's just so. You know, we were talking about where we talked about Hellblade, how everything about this game works for this unified thought, and it goes really all in. Like he's a guy who goes all in on things, and I, I'm so glad he ended up with his own studio, with Sony, who has this reputation of kind of just letting developers do what they want. Because whatever Death Stranding turns into, it is going to mm. be exactly what Kojima wants it to be, and that is very yeah. exciting. I think it's scaring the bejesus out of me. It just <laughs> yes. seems like nightmare, nightmare oh, at this yeah. point. One 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 other thing I want to point out about it that I I saw in that video, if you if you notice that they all had those bracelets in it, and they were when they were okay they were blue and as bad things were happening they were it was turned to yellow then to red, and he was pointing out in the video it's like just like the dual shock, like when you're car- like when it's normally playing it's blue uh... but then when you're getting low on health it turns into red, and I was like, huh. oh. <laughs> blew my mind. Yeah, Dave, do you mm. know what he's talking about? I didn't notice the bracelets at all. Like, oh, if you go back and watch I the trailer, check it out. It's like when that guy was getting pulled up and starts stamming himself, you see his bracelet turn, and the guy who... Like, Honestly, I get so distracted turns. by that, like, baby-powered fan light thing that senses these Those rates. whatever's things. You know? Just Don't like, freeze. I just, so many things. I just watch... I just wind up watching that clip, 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 clip the whole time. Yeah, because yeah, you know it's getting you know, closer. You know what was, like... That was like a really good setting of the tone when there's a guy stuck under, I don't know what that thing was. Like he's being crushed by it. Someone's trying to help him. Yeah, and, and he Norman... keeps aging as he's yeah. under it. Right. And then Norman Reese's character is like, don't breathe. And he they know why. And they, like, he calms down and he holds his breath. Even the guy who's like, being crushed is like, yeah. He's like, yeah. all right, this is more important. I'm like, what the heck is going on? Yeah. That's not as important as what's crushing you. Oh, it's gonna be messed up, and I'm never gonna sleep again. Probably. <laughs> it's just, it's, I don't know, so fascinating. Definitely, you know. And again, when is that game coming out? Not next year. Maybe 2019 uh, you know, fall. Maybe that was more finished. That was more finished than I thought I'd see. But well, they have the end. Like, who is it? I think PSX is going on right now. Mark Cerny said that there are sections of it playable, and he made a joke. It's like it, it will make sense about four or five hours in. <laughs> so. I mean, it, there's got to be, you know, versions of it, but I, I like, I don't know. I even think 2019 might be a jump. It might be like 2020. Who knows? I, I, we'll see. We'll see. I don't know. It's hard to say these days because game development time has sped up a little bit. Mm. But knowing Kojima, it's not going to be a simple No, game, he's going to, so. and I think he's going to get as much time as he wants and he should get as much time as he wants. Let him, let him do his thing. Could be a PS5 game. Who knows? Okay. Um, What's some other big things? I think personally for us, things that got me excited were there were two games that I'm thinking like, oh, I want to play them with you guys. Um, World War Z and GTFO. 
which are we've I always come like, oh, God, I just want to play Left 4 Dead again. And here are two Left 4 Dead type horde shooter things that are cooperative. And I just want to shoot things with you guys that it feels fast paced. That's all I want to do. It's been a while since we've had the ability outside of Destiny to shoot things together. Mm. Yeah. And and like have we always kind of want like that campaign feel where we're not just versing humans. We're like working through a story. And we played the heck out of Payday, which is the guy. I must say, though, GTFO, kind of a terrible title for a game. What's the what does it stand for? Did they release that? Do you want to take um, a guess? I know what it stands for in my mind. <laughs> that I is what it. Sure like, that is what it stands like, for. Gratuitous, tasty, fun, flying, fly. <laughs> ostriches. It will make sense when you play the game because that's what you'll say. Of course. Um, but like that looked cool. I thought it's going to be a little gruesome, definitely. But like, also get the fudge work. out. Get the fudge out. Let's scratch everyone. It let's dig it and get some Ugh. chocolate in our bodies. I, I missed this one, by the way. So I don't know what you're talking about yet. Oh, you're gonna have to go watch this trailer. It's kind of like this is when I said scary payday. Was yeah, this when like, you said scary payday? It's like yeah. scary payday. Yeah, that's what I was like. Oh, good payday, and I put my phone down <laughs> and doing whatever I was doing. I thought <laughs> it was literally tweeting. just like. You thought that it was fun stealing banks? Well, now you get to do it in Halloween. I was like, oh. <laughs> you steal the candy. Too much light there. <laughs> no, it, it would be more like we're going to try and perform a heist, but it really the heist is let's steal some food so we could survive the situation where there are uh, zombies everywhere. Yeah, it's like a lot an, cooler sounding. It's than weird. I don't even know. It's like I don't even know there's zombies. They're like, like worm things. alien creature things it's pretty uh, creepy know. and then world war c is just on the nose and that's all i want i just want to shoot hordes of zombies and feel tense plays brad pitt? i don't th- i don't know if the, the reporter or whatever he's supposed to be I don't plays brad pitt. talk about a, a book that was really great and then created a movie that is a poo poo that's one but world, anyway world wars world wars uh world dave wars. was there another trailer or something that popped out to you yes uh as soon as I heard the voice, I was like, they're making another Soul Calibur game. Oh, I yeah. I Soul Calibur forever. Does your soul still burn? And I, I was, was like, like yes, soul. it does. <laughs> and Maria looked at me. She's like, oh, you are excited. Why yeah. are you so excited? I was like, you've no idea. The Soul Calibur franchise is one of the best fighting games I've ever played. I completely agree with you. I never I played one. Play <laughs> I don't think never I've agreed with Dave this quickly yeah. on this podcast. I do it all the time in person, but on the podcast... Yeah. We're enemies. Yeah. No, we're not enemies. I'm just kidding around. But, yeah. Has it been we're dormant for a while? I don't even know when the last yes. one was. Well, they made five. So yeah, and I think it was five, like five years ago. Look at it up. Soul Calibur. But Dave, when's the last time you played Soul Calibur? Well, Mark, this is... Research. I don't know if I've played since four. You played... It's been... four, had, four had the create your own character in it on the PS... And it also had the fake two? kind of adventure mode where you'd go around yeah. the map. yeah. Yeah. Keep out played a lot of three and four for the record. That's what I said. Five years ago. Oh, yeah. I missed that. <laughs> yeah. Dave, but. doesn't it look like Misarugi is a child again? Yeah, why is Misarugi so young? He's got where's the goatee? Where's it yeah. <laughs> why do you shave? Sophia is like, I'm still the same because they don't let women age in either direction, apparently. No, they can't. They always have to mm. be young and vibrant. They always have to be exactly twenty four years old. <laughs> no older, no less. Uh, what about you, Dan? Another one? Soul Calibur is definitely one of them. Uh, that, that blew me away. Link on a motorcycle was pretty cool. The DLC has <laughs> uh, been announced Champions since the game Ballad. came out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Champions Ballad, I have it 
Do you think you're gonna be actually? Do you think you're gonna play as the champions at all? I got that feeling myself when I watched the trailer. They went through each champion and like. Yeah, they're talking about knowing their backstory more. So it's yeah. like, I don't know if you're just gonna. Is that the the Gorg- Gorgonar and the fish lady? No, you could play. You could play as the Goron. I would get my amiibo down, but I'd probably bring the Goron. whole shelf with me. But that seemed pretty cool, and, mm. and that's exciting. Even though it's not like groundbreaking or brand new, it was. Yeah. Still... Are you upset by the motorcycle? No, I'm excited about it. Some it makes sense in that world. I don't care. It's like whatever, but it's the it, they use the guardian technology, and that makes everything all high tech. So whatever. Yeah. Imagine playing Shadow of the Colossus, and you're on a motorcycle. It's got a horse face on it, Mark. I guess that's true. That's don't make of... don't make it. A, what if a horse a was a motorcycle? Um, I was super excited, even though I'm not going to be able to play them for Bayonetta continues to live on. Oh, all yeah, those that's games. also exciting. I must Mark, say, just get a switch. Now that I'm thinking it's like Zelda, Mario, Bayonetta. You will literally have <sighs> a lot of good games to play. See, but it's the thing though. It's like, it's not like I'm, I'm dying for Like I have tons of games to play now. Do I but do? But they won't be, you know, Nell's know. getting older. Right. I was thinking this. And you're like, the games that you are playing, are they appropriate to play in front of her? No. But then we get some Mario Kart action. Yeah. So well, Dave Cooking have to Mama, get a too. whatever is on the system. <laughs> Dave, is that in the cards for you, do you think? Is it time for a the Switch? Grand family to um, adopt the Switch? I'll probably get one next year sometime. Yeah? Yeah. You know. It's well, exciting. It, even yet, if I but, don't end well, up I buying want, a Switch, uh, I'm just happy that that series... <sighs> Because I thought the yeah. first one, I platinumed it on, on PS3. I loved it. Like, that filled, like, I was a big fan of Devil May Cry. And that totally filled the void of, like, that type of game that I just desperately wanted. And then it was a shame that nobody really wanted to help make them that game. But Nintendo, thankfully, mm. stepped in. And, you know, good on them for, like, keeping that thing going. Because I felt so bad that that game got stuck on Wii U. And not a lot of people got to play it. Like, they're, they're so good. Like, I'm, just so viscerally satisfying. Oh, boy. I never played a Bayonetta. You should play it. But no, but a lot of people haven't. Like, and they're really, I, I want really to. good. I mean, they're When they first absurd. came out, I wrote an article on Nerd Pundit about how she's all over the place with her body. And I was like, "This is, is this distracting to games? Or is it taking... And I, I kind of regret writing that post because it's a little prudish. But, well, you are prudish. All right, cool. That's, thanks, Dave. Well, you Brown. are. Well, you're afraid of naked bodies. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I, I don't mean, know. I think she, I just she, she does, she does get naked as she attacks. Yeah, like there's like her hair becomes like her, her bodysuit. Her bodysuit is her hair, which is the magic that does her attacks. When, so the more the longer her combo goes, the less she is covered. But it's always like, she's always out. she's always fully covered. I'll Pretty buy similar. the two games and play it. Like the, I was really impressed. Like I, I actually I don't even know the release date, but I know the new ones next year. But they they could release these now right oh. i think they're probably not far off but like i'm glad i'm glad those are finding a new life mm-hmm. um i'm trying what to look at my notes in the valley of the gods oh yeah i was actually oh, kind of yeah. disappointed in that trailer like it looks gorgeous it looks, it looks phenomenal. interesting but i also am like what is the game yeah that's what i was thinking lots mm-hmm. of those trailers felt like what is the game that other game faded or something like that faded oh fade, fade to silence yeah, I felt like what is this game? You know what's such mm-hmm. funny? Th Nordic. They're like they are. I forget the, what they were originally, but like when THQ went down, they ended up buying a bunch of their properties in the name. 
So, like, it's that old THQ. I don't know, I thought the game looked, eh, whatever. But, like, going and... back to Valley of the Gods, like, I'm guessing it would be, like, a narrative thing. But, like, I, yeah, I just didn't get a good sense of what is going on in this trailer. They're going through a, t- a temple. There's this sassy-looking African-American girl with cool hair. And they're kind of buddies with whoever you are. And I don't know anything else. And you use an old camera, and you're gonna uncover, uncover some stuff. I feel like the problem was that I didn't see a clear problem in this. Whatever this game is, like, what is the problem? Well, they were obviously like going, you know, delving where they shouldn't be. But I think that like whatever they're about to take pictures of is like about to, you know, create some s for them, some uh, sort of controversy or. getting them pulled into something you know things are about to unfold but maybe they should have given us a little bit more of a clearer indication a little something because it just felt like yeah because it just felt like two friends you know going through some ruins taking some photos like a vacation um it was i forget when it was it was a little early and then that's why i started watching later on the one last thing i'll say the only other game we should probably i that i think we should talk about is dreams that's what I was gonna bring up too, because right, this is a molecule game, yeah, coming and, almost out of nowhere. And they've this game has been. When did it first get announced? I remember early, early the idea of it was seen when they did the PS4 reveal event, where they mm. were using the move sticks and like creating little characters. And then this dreams official must have been. It's must have been, I think three or four years now at this point. And the game seemed like it was dead. It was really dead. But here it is. And they must have been working on that while they were building tear, tear away for the Vita. Oh yeah, I think that was just to probably try to get them just some money, just to kind of keep them afloat. And yeah. again, like going back to Sony, not to sound like too much of a fanboy, but like this is a game Microsoft would have canned a while ago. Like it's no way this game is going to be profitable. Absolutely not. But it's there's an idea here, and I don't. It really comes down to those tools and how actually. Yeah. User. I mean, they're promising to like really making the sky the limit for what you can do with the creator yeah tools. and and it's I, I was watching a little of the psx stuff today with the dreams panel and it's like you know it's the same idea as little big planet but now you can't it's not just the platformer you can make a point and click you can make a racer you can make wow. all these things and they were showing their their mm. their things and i think that's the important thing they need to lean on and I actually i was glad with the trailer the first thing is like play our dreams it's like there is a game mm. here there's, yeah, there's like it's a game yeah it's not like you're just going to get this character cre- like this game creator and you're just have to kind of figure and then there out. are all these different themes that they have too it was like here's the, our noir theme and here's yeah. the you know sci-fi theme right so like i'm glad that it's it's not dead i mean i think little big planet was a was a big surprise hit for them but i and i don't think mm. this is going to be it but it's just cool that this game is alive and it, it will come out eventually um but i don't know like it's just again it's like i mean the original little big planet was the system seller for me yeah ps3 that was the reason i bought the ps3 i played little big planet at your house and then i was Mm. like i went home and i bought a ps3 yeah i mean it's just such a like a cool friendly idea and it had kind of unlimited legs just kind of seeing what cool things people are going to do and i hope you know that's the thing though it's it's really going to live and die on a community and will a community kind of keep this game going with these really awesome new games and takes and experiences that you can just kind of always dip into. It's like, 
a higher fidelity Minecraft if if you can pull it off. Yeah, I mean, like it, it could be anything, really. Um, you know, but I don't know. I don't know if it's like again, it, they just I mean some of the things that they were showing off. Like I can't imagine how long this would take to make, and I don't have that kind of time. <laughs> I'll play other people's stuff, but I don't yeah, play I anything mean, myself. That, that's that's true. It's like, is it going to be Mario Maker? Except you only play it to play other levels. I, I and I'm fine with that as long as there's people making levels. I think. I mean, yeah, I'll I mean, there will be. Yeah, let's hope so. Um. So yeah, I don't know. Any final takes? Any other final things that kind of popped up to anyone? You know, honestly, it was just I was really happy they didn't do the world premiere thing when they started doing their world premieres. That's you remember that? Remember they did not? do a world premiere. <laughs> no, but they didn't say it in a big movie voice. They oh, used to say it specifically in a big the movie voice. voice. Between yeah. Dave and, and the angles and you and the voiceovers, you guys. Hey, man, sometimes <laughs> when, when somebody keeps poking you in, like, the leg, and it's like your thigh, so it's like, all right, whatever, it's my thigh, that's fatty, I don't feel that. After a while, you're going to start feeling it. And you know what? Dave felt it. Wow. They're, and I think that's the, perfect, that's the perfect note to end on. They felt it. They poked your fat yeah. thigh, and they felt it. <laughs> Uh, so let us know what you thought of the video game awards. Did you like it? Did you dislike it? What stood out to you? Do you think it's going in the right direction? We would love to talk to you about it. Oh, uh, you, oh. you know, it was a weird thing in the very beginning. Was <laughs> I was wondering why Dave was like kind of trailing <laughs> off. Typical Dave. Was <laughs> awfully lost Dave's like, you know what? Let me start was a new thing. That, that like best gamer award or whatever it was, not the esports thing. Like it was. Oh. Doctor oh, Disrespect in the, the beginning. Tr- oh, yeah. Trending gamer yeah, yeah, yeah. award. Wait, why was that guy like a WWE persona? Oh, so you gotta watch a little more Twitch. That's who he is. Yeah, that's Twitch. like his persona. Yeah, like, Twitch, he plays like he plays like basically a high fidelity trucker who plays <laughs> video games. That's a funny way to think about <laughs> that's it. I never good. thought about I like it that. that. Way. He's like a high-quality trucker who's like always talking stuff about other people. Uh, he, apparently, the kids he got like in trouble him. one time. He got in trouble one like time him. for threatening somebody. Yeah, the kids love him. And he but he's, somebody. It, am I right though? It's just like a WWE persona. You should watch thing. his Twitch channel. It's, it's like he's ha- he just like he's like basically rock- Macho Man Randy Savage. Yeah, no, you're right. That's fair. Macho so, Man. Any yeah. other points, Dave? <laughs> with less, with less. Oh yes. Yeah, anything else you want to trail <laughs> off on and then come back to the surface with? No, I'll, we... I'll let, I'll let uh, Mark take us out now. <laughs> All right, cool. Uh, so as usual, you can connect with us on Facebook. You can watch us on YouTube. Uh, you can always reach us on Twitter, Dino underscore machines. I'm at Magrocrag. I'm at Zombie underscore Pirate. And I'm at Dano Mac. And thanks for tuning in to these hotcakes. We will catch you next time with our usual programming of talking about games and other things and being goofballs we will see you later bye 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 bye